are back. It's just Kickball Volume 12, Season 2. I did it backwards that time. Beam, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing better now that I'm not that I'm now the only one who doesn't fuck things up on the podcast. You know, um, Adam Sale. I apologize to Alex, Alex. Furler. <laughs> That's great. That's great. So uh, no, man, I'm doing great, dude. We had a, a big day of kickball on Sunday. It produced some spectacular results, some really good games. Uh, highly motivated for this tournament coming up. You, you got You got to think that like. Everything's lining up for us to have a really good time next weekend. It was some fantastic kickball. Um, I think people were gearing up uh, to position their their teams for some success here on uh, tournament Sunday. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And we saw some some movement uh, as anticipated across the you know the top couple of seeds there. Serious question here. What do you think about the fields? You know, um, the the you know obviously it was wet. And I know what. Go ahead. You've got something. I thought they were fair. Oh yeah, for sure. I thought they were fair. Like it was like, like yeah. Were they wet? Yeah, but it wasn't a mud pit, and it wasn't like standing puddles of water. No, I it just felt fair across the board. Like, dude, my hands were filthy. Yeah, you know, I think everybody's hands when you pitch, you you get a little more uh, mud on your hands. But I think the the fields kind of played a little true. Did you hear Corey hurt himself? I guess he slipped and fell. Uh, I think that was his 50th birthday present. <laughs> happy, happy birthday, Corey. He came with like a physical, physical, physical exam and everything, you know? If you don't know Corey Coleman, he is a member of uh, the, the board. Uh, he's the, one of the ref coordinators and a dear, dear friend of ours. Uh, you know, we've won many a championships yeah. with the man. So happy belated birthday. Uh, from what I understand, it's not 50. Um, it's not 53. <laughs> it's 43. So. Yeah, Congrats. and 43 and back problems. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, especially after slipping and falling um, this last week. So hopefully yeah. he'll heal up and in, in time for playoffs because, you know, you know, you know, Corey's good for, a, you know, that, that random home run every now and then. The old man strength. That old man strength kicks in with those short little legs. No, he just shit, punch, dude, punches just it little, out there. Little hobbit feet. <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought the fields were good. Um, they weren't perfect. The, you know, what was perfect was the temperature. I thought it was the, nice. The, the temperature was just felt so good. It's like T-shirt weather. Um, definitely not like summer weather, but I wasn't, you know, exhausted because I was baked in the sun all day long, but I thought the temperature was great. The fields were fair. You know, they weren't primo. They weren't prime. It wasn't like a June 17 game, mm-hmm. but everybody got about the same experience yeah. and, you know, and the field started to dry out, you mm-hmm. know, towards the, the end of the day there. So, um, you know, early the, games were wet. You early, know? Yeah, the early games were definitely a little harder, and, and you know, with regards to you know throwing the ball than than they were later on in the day. But um, either way, we had a fantastic docket right. of games. Let's let's talk about yeah, some of the things that happened here. Yeah, let's get into that. Uh, well, first things first, right? We had we had uh, a one-two matchup to start the day off at 10 a.m. with ISIS playing Bad Company. Yeah, I got to ref that game. Yeah, how was it? It was fantastic. ISIS jumped out to an early lead pretty quickly, um, and then Bad uh, Bad responded, and he kind of jumped up on top, and they were kind of back and forth the rest of the way. Uh, Bad was able to hold, you know, hold ISIS off there. Um, Who pitched for ISIS? ISIS uh, threw their their typical combo of you know Josh and and uh, and Chris. Uh, Chris, I believe, started the game off. Josh t- typically comes in mm-hmm. towards the middle innings and, and spells Chris so he can fin- you know finish off strong. But 
Chris is like two four one or two or two four three. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Um, but you know, Chris is you know again, re- you know, pitching in midseason form, mm-hmm. and you know, he's always really difficult to hit. He's one of the top tier pitchers. Right, and then Red. And then no, actually, I think Red maybe pitched an inning, um, but it was it was actually Sean uh, Sean Anderson that, that pitched the, the majority of the time for Bad. Hmm. So you got Sean Sean on the mound, Chris and Josh. A uh, little sword fight out there. What is it? Seven eight. So what? Seven. I'm, I'm, is that the final score? Oh, it was. I think six eight. Six eight. Yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure. No, I think um, you're right. You got a glance over there. I think it was six eight. Yeah, and and you know, and if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. I was honestly just happy to be you know watching a, a really fantastic game against the two you know top teams in the league. Um, you know, and and you know there were a, a lot of great plays made and a lot of you know close calls but nothing controversial it was really mm-hmm. and and they both played competitively and and were really re, you know respectful to the refs and that's always fun to see who was your co-ref i had danica on the oh, sideline yeah, with me, so she was my field ref yeah you get pretty good pretty good refs there they're gonna keep the tone right no i mean honestly the most uh you know difficult conversations i had was with danica so was, <laughs> as, as is you know, you're not the only one that says that <laughs> i'm kidding I love D, yeah so, sorry d uh i'm just kidding uh, we had to, we had a quite a few other really good games. Um, just looking at the 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 quick list, we got Daddy's playing ISIS right after that. Yeah, Daddy's. The, was there was there a break between the games? Was that a? I believe that was one of the last uh, games of the day. It was the the twelve twelve uh, twelve twenty slot, um, and that was again another fantastic game. Um, Daddy's was able to pull it off. I believe it was four three final. Um, but out again, outstanding defense, some really timely kicks. I think Josh at one point kind of you know made a play and um, you know trying to throw someone out at one and landed on his wrist and I, he may have cracked a rib, but he was definitely shooken up Eesh. afterwards. So hopefully he's okay and, and ready to go for for Sunday. I mean, say what you want about the scheduling, but I kind of I kind of really feel bad for ISIS here. They walked into the buzzsaw to end the season. I mean, Daddy's. We're gonna look at the rankings here in a minute. They're not going to break the top four just because how it all shook out. There was a game against Hammerside, doesn't get played. Look at it how you want. Yeah. Didn't like it, but it is what it is. Um, but Daddy's doesn't break the top four. They sit in at five. And so ISIS plays number two team, number five team, which really should be like number four, three team. Mm-hmm. You know, um, That's a tough way to end a season for ISIS, right? They're going into the playoff with two tough losses like that. Either you look at it like you're coming down like on a low or you're coming in being like, good, we just, you know, Grind our teeth, you know. You get your losses out of the yeah, way. You get your losses out of the way. Yeah. You, know, you know what this feels like. We know what it, you know. You're already like in competitive form with these two big losses. Um, tough way to end the season for anybody. Tougher way to end is like a number one seed with two losses. Yeah, you know. Going, I'll tell you what. Going into the playoffs, I, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I've played with and against ISIS, um, you know, for a long time, and uh, they, they're a, a veteran group of players, and I really don't anticipate them, them having any Not sort rattled. of hangover. Not rattled with regards to that at all. No, they're just stand-up guys, stand-up gals, and and all all around, just one of the you know the the most fun teams to play against week in week out, week in week out. I think we called that with ISIS. We we both agreed for ISIS's. We did loss. Did we track our uh, our did. calls? Maybe I, we can I actually. I most certainly did. Uh, the next game we had was uh, Blunts versus BFA. That was that was like the game to end the day. That was. It was also another game that I was I participated uh, as oh, as a ref. So, um, you know, 
it was a great game as a whole. Um, it was a little one-sided with regards to the score, mm-hmm. but it was mostly on the shoulder and the pitching arm of, of Graham Duff, who found a way to throw something I've never seen in person before at a kickball game. A perfect game. Complete game, perfect game. A complete game, game yeah. perfect game. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Uh, they end up winning 8 to nothing. Uh, Graham out there mows, mows the entire team down. I don't know how many strikeouts he got in that game, but... I think it was one. But yeah, I, honestly, he, he was kickable. Yeah. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> matter. I'm messing with him. Uh, Graham, congrats. Seriously, I was, I, like, I, as soon as the game was over, I walked over and I, I picked up the ball and I was like, hey, listen, you keep this. Right. This is your ball now. Right. You've made it your bitch. Oh, it's all muddy as fuck. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Exactly. You know? He was like, I don't want it. I don't want it. <laughs> He's like, dude, my hand's filthy. I was I like, no, take, you fu- take the ball, fucker. I'm good to you. Uh, yeah, so Graham pitches a uh, perfect game against BFA. They win eight to nothing. Um, that's big as far as the standings go because with the two losses from ISIS, they get bumped down from the number one seed down to about number three. Yep. Um, and just so we're clear, uh, rankings haven't come out, schedule hasn't come out. I have absolutely no way to verify this information. I'm really going off of what we saw at the field, what I recognize is what's available on the website. Yep. And, and, I, and I'm I, putting my own math on it. I'm not. I'm not making up numbers. And I understand the optics of it. I Listen, I understand that I'm the chair. Um, while that is true, I have not confirmed any of the scores. I do not know for sure that this is the way that it's all shake, you know, shook yeah. out. But I do know for a fact that uh, Blunts, by sheer virtue of having less losses, um, will be that number two spot. Right. And then Isis will be in that three spot. So one, two, three, four, five in... You know, my understanding is pretty codified based off of everything that we've seen and, and know about the scores. Bad Company, one. Yep. Bad Company land number one. Blunts, two. Correct. Isis, three. Correct. Boots and Bass, four. Daddies. Daddies. Okay. Um, there's a little bit of trickiness once it gets to five, six, and seven because I can't uh, use three sources to confirm the scores. Yeah. Um, I'm using like one source that. I can't necessarily trust that this is exactly 100. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying I'm guessing. I just can't confirm it. Plus, the scores aren't available for me to look at online. Um, but at six, seven, eight, I believe the way it shook out was Betty Ford taking two losses, but not much damage on the rankings because I believe Ritual took two losses as well. So I believe it goes something like Betty Ford at six, Ritual at seven, and. There was no way uh, Blushing Sluts could have done enough to move in the rankings and, and uh, outside of winning both their games, and they didn't. Uh, they lost to Vipers at uh, the one or twelve thirty game, and uh, Blushing Sluts at eight. Yeah. So you know what we're we're what we're lo- looking at the most likely scenario mm-hmm. being is it looks like like a, a Blushing Sluts like grass stains yeah. either jockeying back and forth between eight and nine depending on how. Grass stains performed on And Sunday. really, that only matters on who gets the home seed. Yeah. Right? Oh, but yeah, and, you know, it's, again, that doesn't really matter too too much. No. Uh, another game we were, on, uh, we were on the docket to watch was Blunts versus Ritual. Yeah. Uh, I did not get to see that nor game. Nor did I, and I don't get any, I don't have any confirmation if Perard was on the mound. Mm-hmm. I didn't see him. I saw Perard on the field. I don't know whether or not he pitched that game. Hmm. I would imagine he did. Um, but from what I understand, um, it was pretty one-sided. Really? Yeah. Um, I've got three, three confirmed sources that tell me 
I, w- I didn't watch the game, but I know Blunt's beat Ritual Sacrifice. That's what I, that's what I heard as well. Okay. I, I, from what I understand, Blunt's won both their games, right. which is why they were able to jump to the number two spot. Um, kind of surprised if Perard's on the mound and Blunt's jumps on him big. But I'm not surprised that Blunt's won. Um, but I, I think that happens. Well, you know, every, you know, listen, Perard's going to give you a puncher's chance, mm-hmm. you know, regardless. Uh, but th- that that Blunt's lineup is pretty you know, relentless. Yes. Um, yes. It's got some fantastic speed and and you know great kickers mm-hmm. throughout the lineup. So, um, yeah, I I I didn't really think that there was a whole lot of opportunity for you know. Um, Ritual to squeak it out. Yeah, but yeah. you know they're also another talented team and definitely had a puncher's chance. I, I kind of see Ritual, which R- Ritual playing the top ten teams or top top seven teams, I guess, is if they ride Perard, keep the game score, or keep the score close, and you know, and win four three. Yeah, or four. You know, I, I kind of see that's that's their their style against the other top ten teams or the top top seven teams, I right. guess. They, they they played bad company to a, a draw. A draw. Um, I mean, I've seen them play some really great games. So, mm-hmm. um, like, like I said, that's a team you don't necessarily want to face in the playoffs. No, no. Um, but that's that can be said about any time you're facing a, a team that you know Brandon's on. Right. Uh, last game that I was uh, um, committed to watching, um, and I didn't get a chance to watch because I was playing, but uh, I did get to see the celebration aspect of it. Was boots and uh, boots and base versus Betty Ford in the cock bowl? In the cock bowl. The what do they golden, call it? The, the golden cock. Yeah, the golden cock. Um, I have one of those too, but not the same. <laughs> it's only when you dip it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, uh, the golden cock game. Uh, boots and base. From watching from uh, the outward looking out, and then talking to everybody, comes back and wins in. Um, Six in the sixth and seventh inning, I think they were down one to six. That's what I heard too. I was I that game was going on at the same time that um, you know my game was going on against ISIS, and I know I had my eye on it the mm-hmm. entire time. And um, yeah, really two two really equally matched teams. Yeah, and and Darcy actually Darcy and uh, and Corey uh, you know were refing our game afterwards. So um, it was actually I must have been playing the. The game against Aloha mm-hmm. when that game was going on because they ref our game against ISIS. So, um, yeah. It, either way, again, two top teams with a fun prize mm-hmm. on the line. Uh, I know that they take a lot of pride in. Mm-hmm. Uh, both teams take a lot of pride in, in you know who wins that that uh, that Golden Cock game. Yep. So, I think it was a walk off. I don't know who did it, but it was a walk off win, seven to six. Really? Yeah. Yep. Walk off win, seven to six. And they're and trailing, trailing six to one going into the sixth. Wow. Yeah, tough way to lose for Betty Ford. Tough way to lose two games. Yeah. That you know, nobody wants to lose. Period. Nobody wants to lose twice on a, on a day. Um, I mean, really, there there wasn't a, a whole lot. De- BFA for whatever their games turned out, or for however their games turned out on Sunday. There wasn't a lot of movement for them Mm-mm. with regards to you know where they fell on the bracket. So right, you know, right, maybe um, a four to five or a four to six drop, um, but I, either way, they're still playing in that same bracket, a bracket of players. Yeah, BFA teams. wins both games, they get to four. Yeah, um, losing both games, they stayed at six, but that really had a lot to do with uh, Ritual, I believe, losing both their games. Um, but uh, I think for them, I think that it shakes out. That they get a kind of a fortuitous uh, uh, setup in the tournament. I mean, we'll see. I think uh, I think everybody's really looking forward to these games next week. 
Uh, the last game I'd like to actually bring up is the Boots and Bass versus the Vipers game. Okay. And really, that the reason that game is important is a win there for Boots and Bass gave Boots and Bass the number four spot without question. Yep. Uh, with the with the non played game against Hammerside for Daddies, um, it took away that one point of reference, right? Yeah. So you can't get, which, you know, in all likelihood, it was going to be a win for daddies, but you can't get that extra win. Now, you guys are going to have the same losses, except for uh, Boots and Bass has the extra win. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sucks. It means that you're both likely to win your first round of playoffs, uh, but it just means that you don't get to have the upper upper seed when sure. you play them, and you subsequently don't have the upper seed against anybody else. Yeah, I mean, what what it, for me, what it you know comes down to is, um, you know, it means we get to kick more, so yeah. we'll we'll get an extra yeah. at bat. So. Everybody loves to kick. <laughs> no, I I I'm looking forward to seeing kind of uh, you know who our teams who we end up playing against. Mm-hmm. Um, it would have been great to you know get that game against Hammerside. Um, you know, and that would have been fantastic. It it would have meant that Daddies would have ended up in all likelihood again. You never know how it all plays out. You know, if anything happens, but um, you know we end up in that three spot instead of that you know that five spot. So. You know, different side of the bracket. Honestly, I'm not mad about it either way because, th- to me, the the championship runs through teams like Bad and Blunts. Yeah, you're and gonna, you're going to have to beat one of those three teams so yeah. you to win. Yeah, um, I'm. I personally am glad you didn't play in that game against Hammerside because I I really felt like there was like a break your leg moment in there. <laughs> you know? So since since that didn't happen, I kind of feel like you know. The, the gods of fortune looked down on you and said, yeah. "You know, no game for you because we don't want you to break your leg." That well, that could be the case. I've already listened. <laughs> I, you know, this this year as a whole was extremely rough on me just for the fact that I you know had that calf injury at the beginning of the year. So um, I'm just glad to be healthy. I'm glad that you know everyone on the, you know on our team is healthy, and uh, I feel like we're clicking you know, at the right moment. So all right, let's go over the start time for this tournament on set on Sunday. Yeah, let's do it. So guys, um, there are four games that would be played at nine o'clock in the morning. So mm-hmm. um, if you are, you know, the fortunate enough uh, of the group, um, you will, you know, have to wake up early, make sure you get that coffee in you mm-hmm. and, uh, and be at those fields. I'll give you my, I'll give you how I believe this shakes out. Um, and I may be wrong. And if I'm wrong, you guys love to burn me and it's fine. I, I like it. Take it like a champ. This is the unofficial. Um, unofficial. What we're saying is, please don't take this as fact. This please. is what we think we are. Uh, you know, in theory, this is what it could shake out to, based off of our understanding of how the game shook out this last Sunday. Please hear me and believe me, and then when I'm wrong, hear me now and understand me later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no. fire off those emails to the board. <laughs> fucking laser beam. Uh, okay, so at nine o'clock, I got Daddies versus Chubes, Indies versus Boots and Bass. Isis versus Balloon Hands, and Hammerside versus BFA. You want to give me like which one? Which one of those games do you think is the most competitive? So we had um, you said Hammerside versus BFA. Hammerside versus BFA. Isis Balloon Hands. Boots versus Indies, and Daddies versus Chups. Indies is one of those sneaky teams, man. Um, you know, I know the record doesn't necessarily indicate it, but you know they're you know. And Hammerside is also another you know group of veteran players. I'm that, gonna I'm gonna go with that game. Yeah, because that is the repeat of la- of two years ago's championship. Is that right? Yeah, that, that is right. It was wow. Hammerside versus uh, Betty Ford. 
I mean, that's like a continuation game, right? At this point, the team that wins goes back and you know moves up in the top eight. The team that loses gets a chance to go win the cup. Yeah, I I actually didn't even register that that was the the, the fact, yeah. but yeah, I was I was there. I helped ref that game, so um, yeah, no, totally. I like that. I I think I think of those four, I think the Hammerside BF game ends up being the most competitive, simply because there's a little bit of a rivalry going on there from the previous uh, uh, season. Um, I mean, it's a different group of players on Hammerside, but you know, again, uh, Hammerside has a ton of seasoned, got some you know, quality players. players, and you know, on any given Sunday, they they've got a puncher's chance. Okay, um, the ten o'clock games. I have Bad Company versus Army of Darkness, Blushing Sluts versus Grass Stains, Ritual Sacrifice versus Striking Vipers, and Blunts versus Aloha Friday. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I think. We, your game against uh, my game against uh, who am I playing? Uh, striking Vipers versus Ritual Sacrifice. Yeah, I think that's I think that's the the game to watch. There, it's probably the the game that could you know potentially swing either way. Uh, really, the, yeah. Again, that um, uh, Vipers played uh, Ritual Sacrifice second or third game of the season, and Brandon Perard's pitching, and he's like mowing us down. Um, beats us two to three mm-hmm. uh, very early in the season, and it's tough. Uh, we have a, a young group of players with not a lot of experience um, against pretty savvy pitcher, pretty savvy uh, defense. You got Sam Miller out there. You got Maddie Kay. You got James Pittman, Perard. Um, yeah, I hope that this game is different. I you know I absolutely love to play for championships. Absolutely love to play for championships. And, you know, if I drop this game and, and we have to make our way back down to the championship, I would be excited to do so as well. But uh, under no circumstances do I want to play for anything other than the championship, you know? No. It's, I mean, what's the old uh, Herm Edwards adage? Yeah. You play to win the game. And right. I, I've never understood. And, again, you, you can love the, the league and love the championship as much as you'd like, um, but to, you know, I, I have a problem with the idea of going into a game thinking, let's go ahead and let this this one go so we can play in that you know, championship bracket. That oh man, just hearing those things like the the throwing of the first round game. Well, we're, hey, we're excited. We're not playing a such and such team because you know if we lose, you know we'll get to play more and we'll get to play for the championship. That geez, like that that irritates me so bad. Just because you know people do it. Yeah. You know people do it. And it's like, I don't even want to participate in the fucking conversation about potentially dropping the first game to play in the championship. I'm sitting here going like, hell no, dude. How do I throw my best guys out there to fucking win every single game? Yeah. It's, you know, there's there's one thing to go into a game understanding that you probably don't have a chance, but still giving it your all. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, moving on to that championship bracket. Right. But it's a completely different thing when you have a team that can compete at the level that you're playing against, mm-hmm. and you've purposefully purposefully made the choice to, you know, drop that game or not give your all. There's a professional word for it. Yeah, throw the game. Tanking. Tanking. Yeah, yeah. You can't, yeah, you can't tank. Please, um, I ask you, don't I, tank. I just, I just. Nobody tank. I don't think I'd be able to, you know, sleep at night with it. So, um, you know, God bless anyone who, you know. I, I, if I ever tank something, I'd probably end up with like prostate cancer. You know, <laughs> like that's how that's what life would do to me. It would tear you. It would tear your insides yeah. apart from the yeah. butt. The from, butt first. Oh. The ass first. <laughs> ass first. You know. <laughs> okay. Um. So the games are gonna go from 9 a.m. 10 a.m. Oh, excuse me. 9 a.m. 10:15. 11:30. 12:30. 
12.45, 2 p.m., 3.15, 4.30. The reason I, I read that schedule out like that is because there's four games going every hour until 3.15. Yep. At 3.15, it's the championship. At 4.30, it's the uh, championship. Yeah. And then after that, we'll have the end-of-season party right after, right, yeah. you know, right there at the park. Um, I'm, I'm excited to see it, how, you know, how it all shakes out. Uh, the things are, you know, things with the end-of-season party, uh, let's bring our chairs. Yeah. Bring your canopies. Bring your chairs. Bring your canopies. Um, you know, make sure that you, you're warm. Um, you know, we're, we're going to have a little, you know, a little bit of a presentation um, with regards to everything, but... I, it's gonna be it's a it's a kind of a, a condensed version of the the real end end of season award obviously with you know COVID the the COVID season as the kids call it as the kids call it uh, yeah bring your food bring your drinks um, yes please eat guys yeah. it's, it's a long day at the fields where you know people are gonna be drinking and and whatever make sure that you're you know okay. I, I, we've got a taco truck oh yeah I know the tamale truck tamale, the, the, truck. Yeah, tamale boy time. tamale boy right yep uh, tamale boy that's uh, Lucy yeah Lucy. Um, so Lucy bring the tamale. Hey, one one more thing, just as a reminder, mm-hmm. this came up last time when I was refereeing a game. Um, I think I was refereeing the championship game with Hammerside and BFA. Um, there was a lot of drinking involved on the sidelines, and it sucked. Mm-hmm. It sucked how drunk some of the fans got. Yeah, and I'm just gonna say it out loud. Don't be that guy. Yeah, don't don't be that person. Don't be that guy. Um, you suck. Yeah, you suck when you do that. Don't do that. You know, I, it'll be. I think. I think that this year will be a little bit different because of obviously, you know, the COVID stuff and the fact that it'll be wet and rainy. Um, so, you know, we'll see how it all shakes out. Either way, there's going to be a ton of people that are going to want to stick around and watch mm-hmm. the games. That's everybody loves watching the games. Yeah, especially the, you know, towards the end of the day when you've got the best teams facing each other. Right. Like, dude, it, it's good kickball. You want to watch it? Yeah. Just don't be that guy. Yeah, absolutely. You know, go out there, have fun. Don't ruin anybody else's good time. So we did want to kind of make sure that we mentioned, um, you know, the board positions that oh, yeah, are kind yeah. of opening up here. Uh, I'm going to ask you what positions are available. Sure. Okay. Uh, well, the big one's available, right? The head honcho. The yeah, guy please. With all the all the shot caller. He can tell you what to do, where to go, how to how high to jump, who's out, who's safe. Yeah, the the, the person that everyone thinks has all the power, <laughs> but who actually has no power at all. Um, the head the head chair position uh, is coming available. Um, I encourage anyone who's interested to you know come see me come talk to me i'll give you the full breakdown i know uh, you know i've heard a couple of people you know express some interest um but y- yeah i i can't get out of the job fast enough <laughs> <laughs> come take it for me guys please please uh it sounds like you got a ref coordinator position going yeah we got a ref coordinator position available um you'll be working alongside with uh cory coleman filling tyler's uh you know spot here um you know, the idea now is, you know, to kind of have staggering ref coordinators that way. Um, you never there's a little bit one. of experience, yep. um, you know, going in from season to season. Yeah, there's a parks person. What's that mean? The parks coordinator. Essentially, they're in charge of, you know, kind of um, working with the Portland Parks Department and, um, you know, making sure that our insurance is, you know, upheld and, and active and maintained and, we have permits at all the fields. Um, oh, well, we have a, a permits for the the, the parks. So, um, you know, it it definitely has its peaks and valleys, and you know, uh, the amount of work that you're doing in the season. Um, you know, very heavy in the beginning. Obviously, getting parks coordinated. You know, to to get going. Um, but the things to consider here is, you know, we're not going to have that 
that guaranteed field reservation because mm. um, you know we didn't play in the summertime. Mm. So that that's going to change the way it kind of all plays out. Um, so there's going to be a little extra, you know, and and you'll still have the support of the past chairs and the past you know uh, board members. Okay, then you got a uh, comms position available, but it sounds like it's open now. Yeah, man. If you want to do comms right now, there's still time. Like, <laughs> this is a communication director, right? You're like helping run the Facebook group. You're helping the newsletter. Um, you know, kind of maintaining meeting minutes. You know, things of that nature. Um, you know, that was the that was the position that was previously held by you know uh, Candice. Um, and she raised the bar so high that it's been really hard to make anyone feel comfortable with the idea of <laughs> taking the job. Um, yeah, so, you know, if you're interested, please, again, um, see me, talk to the, talk to the board or talk to your captain, express an interest, um, and we can get you, uh, you know, in, in the conversation. And then the last position is a social chair. Yeah. From what I understand, the social, if I remember correctly, the social chair, uh, the social chair position is open. Um, that is, uh, currently held by Carrie. Uh, I believe this is her last year. Um, you'd be working alongside with Crystal Cunningham, who is in her first year as the social coordinator. So, hmm. so there you go. Four positions available, uh, five positions available. The head chair, ref coordinator, parks coordinator, communications director, social chair. If you're at all interested, how do we, how do we get this information out of you? Definitely talk to your captains, express an interest. Um, a lot of the people who are captains in the league right now are former board members. So they're a wealth of uh, information if you, you know, want to know a little bit more about it. Um, you're always free to talk to any of the board members or any of the, you know, um, or, or myself. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but typically the, the process looks like you express an interest. Um, you know, we get you on, you know, in, invited into, you know, one of the, the next captain meetings that are coming up at the end of the season. Um, and then the conversations had, you kind of talk a little bit about, a little bit about what you, uh, or why you're interested in the position. And then if there's multiple people who, who are running, then there's a, a vote that's held by the captains right then and there. And we, you know, elect our board for the following season. So Right on. I think this wraps up our entire episode. I can't I wait mean, till Sunday. Outside of, like, telling about how excited I am for Sunday. I can't wait till Sunday. I mean, there's some fucking amazing games to be played. And that I could just foresee, I can foresee there's four legitimate teams to be played in the championship for the fast pitch. And... Playing each other goes any goes either direction. You know, um, there's some really good kickball to be played. That championship game is gonna be lights out. I think the championship game is gonna be incredible. But you're gonna be stacked full of kickball all day long. I so if if maybe what we could do is instead of picking a winner, mm-hmm. what we could do is maybe pick who we feel like are going to play in the championship game. And who we feel like are going to play uh, sure. in the championship game? Sure, I'm going to say the top two teams that make it to uh, the championship uh, will be Ritual Sacrifice versus uh, Blushing Sluts. All right, that's what I got. That's what I got in my championship. You know, I I like Blushing Sluts as a champion. Um, I think they're a, mm-hmm. a fun group of players. I think Becky's done a fantastic yeah. job. Yeah, as With, uh, Joey pitching, formidable. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I I'm I'm interested in seeing. Honestly, I think the winner of the grass the the loser of the grass stains versus the sluts game wins the championship. That would be that'd That's, be fair. 
that could be fair. I think grass stains, if grass stains, I just personally believe grass stains beating blush and sluts. And I just don't see that game as, as close. Now I'd be wrong. And I have been wrong multiple times in my life, but I look at that lineup and say, grass stains, blushing sluts, just grass stains all day. Yeah. I don't know. You know I, rich is, you got rich at third base yeah. and then you got Adam out there. If he's going to pitch, you know, Okay, yeah. Chloe out there. You're, you're just gonna. I just, the team just looks on paper. They they got way more experience, um, more prepared, better pitching. I think they're two time champion uh, championship winners. Grass stains is grass stains. I hmm. believe so. I, I could be wrong. I know that they've at least won it once in the last four or five years. Um, so I, you know, I know Chups won it two years ago or three years ago, and and Betty Ford won it last year. Yeah, I want to say that that grass stains before was the season them before, hmm. but. Either way, um, it'll it'll be interesting to see kind of how, how that all shakes out. And ritual, ritual because I mean I, I'm they're playing Vipers and I don't bet against myself. Um, if if they drop that first game against you guys, and yeah, I think that would change the picture, mm-hmm. you know, you know tremendously. So I don't know. We'll see how it all you know pans out. What about that uh, that top half? Oh, top half. I think that's a lot easier to call. I think uh, Blunts and Tacos is just on the right side of the map, um, peaking at the right time, top-end pitching. They get through the first one or two games with Lloyd um, and don't even have to burn up their good arms until the end of the second game and then third game, fourth game. That's the championship rounds. Um, yeah, I think Blunts and Tacos gets there. And uh, this isn't me being a homer. This isn't being me a friend. I just think Daddy's gets there too. I think Daddy's can, can out-duel bad company, personally. I think they're gonna. I think they just got better uh, middle defense than boots and uh, boots and base. Um, so yeah, I, I I just see it. That's how I see it. I see Daddy's kind of doing what boots and base does, but better, and then just out dueling bad company to get to get to the finals. And, and, and then it's obviously Daddy's uh, Daddy's uh, blunts blunts. Uh, yeah, on, and. Uh, I'd love to see that happen, um, and you know I think that you know we have the the team that that can make it happen. Bad's the the championship runs through bad every year. Right. You, know, you you've you've got to find a way to beat them. Everyone knows that if you need if you want to win a championship, you have to beat them. So whether right. it's in the the championship game or in the semis, it doesn't matter. Um, I think I think that's probably what I'd like to see happen too. So One way or another, it's yeah. I I see Daddy's getting there. But wouldn't wouldn't be surprised if uh, bad uh, marches in. No, and same thing with you know ISIS. You know, mm-hmm. I, you know ISIS can beat anybody any given Sunday. So um, ISIS can, but boy, did, but Blunts look good. No, no, Blunts is Blunts looks so good. Yeah. Um, I I just don't see they matching up right now, and ISIS topping Blunts. I mean, personally, I don't think anybody could really top Blunts right now. I mean, on Sunday, there's a different story. But today, or as of as of this past Sunday, Blunts looks like the best team in 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 the in the league. I think I think Blunts has the best pitching. I yeah, think the one two combo. I think yeah. Bad has the best offense. Yeah, Blad. Um, I, I think Bad probably has the best inside defense too. The infield with with Zach and their catcher, which is A.A. Ron, and then they bring in uh, uh, Andrew Ryan. And they got a pitch with Sean, and you got a pitch with Red, you know. And they got big bodies, they big, got big bodies, bodies on the corners, big and bodies in the corners, and they got the twins out there, you know. They just they have I I see them as 
their offense is just so deadly, man. It's mm-hmm. just nothing but speed. Keep them you know? off the bases. That's what, what you have to do is make them play base to base. Right. You know, yeah. like you're just not, you can't try to throw anyone out at first unless you know you got it. Right. Um, and and nine times out of ten, if, if it's one of those top guy bunters, you don't got it, dude. Like just mm-hmm. freaking just get them at, get them yeah, at the next one out of two or three yeah. or wherever. Just keep the forces in order all day. Yeah. Um, but they're going to load the bases up on you. Yep. And, and and that's when it's yep. going to matter what happens. You got to be able to get out of those situations. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have not seen them play. That team did, did not really play the, the blunts that played this past weekend. Cause I think blunts had a, a group of players in uh, Vegas, mm-hmm. but bad did too. I think they played while both teams were out. Right. I think bad wins. Um, yeah. Bad won that game, but, um, but they're both skeleton teams. Yeah. Um, you know, take take what you can from it. it. Is what it is, right? Yeah. No, I, I, there were a couple, you know, times there were a couple games this year where uh, you know those top teams played against each other, but they didn't have their full lineups. Mm-hmm. But this is playoffs. Every, everyone's gonna have their best people. It's gonna be really exciting. Yeah, to you better see how show it up, right? Out. I'm ready to go. Let's, Let's do, do it. This. Let's do it. All right. Um, that's it. That's for me to say bye, mom. Take it easy. Guys.